ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, welcome to Brother from Another. You know we like to have a good time. Mike Hill is here today. What's What's happening, my brother? Mike Hill. What's up, man? How you doing? Man, life is good. I can't complain about a thing, man. Just staying hydrated and happy, man. That's why I'm trying to stay young. You know, they say black don't crack, but black does swell, bro. So I'm trying to keep the weight off, too. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, please. Oh, don't, don't get me started. I think you may be younger. You may be younger than I am. Don't get me started on of, of a certain age, how the metabolism slows down and how you have to work mm-hmm. twice as hard as you ever have just to get a burger in, just to eat a good in and out burger. I say that because you're on the West Coast. in and out yes. burger, if you got to enjoy that, you're going to have to work three times as hard just to be able to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's going to that's 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 a whole month right there. I mean, you got to work out a month to get an In-N-Out burger when you get to a certain age. You know, when you get old, bro, it's like it's one thing to make a noise when you standing up, but when you make a noise sitting down, that's when you know you getting uh, old, bro. Like uh, <laughs> you just adjusting your seat. <laughs> that's right. I do that all the time. My wife was like, "Could you stop making those? No- I can't help it." You can't I, can't, help it, I can't stop. I can't stop making those noises. And but we here, you know we can't stop running our mouths, man. That's one thing we we'll never be able to stop running our mouths. That's the great thing about it, man. That's how we keep our jobs, and that's how you keep your wife too, bro. So lucky you still right. got Just a great mouth. You. Yep. <laughs> keep talking. Keep talking. Communication. Communication is important. And I got to tell you, Mike. Just watching this game yesterday. Watching this, I want to start with Kansas City and Buffalo, Ooh. because. The more, the more I heard going into this game, because I feel like I've seen this. You know, like you say something. Sometimes you see uh, a precocious kid, and, mm-hmm. and uh, old folks would say he's been here before. He's yeah. been here before. He, he's yeah. different. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs have been here before mm-hmm. because they've been here before in the person of the uh, in the embodiment of the New England Patriots. I've seen it. I've seen it. I, I watched one dynasty start and then crash. And now Ooh. I'm seeing another dynasty start to I'm not even going to say peak. They're not peaking. They're just yeah. leaning into who they are. And mm. so Mike, all this talk about Patrick Mahomes first game on the road. Oh, the, the Chiefs are down. They don't look like they did last year. I was just waiting. I was just, it's only a matter of time for that dude. Patrick Patrick Mahomes is just a matter of time. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you in your career where you've Mm -hmm. looked around, you see a peer, maybe a peer, a colleague, somebody, and you're doing the best you can, but they're on another level. I can admit it. I've seen that. They're on another (laughs) level. And you say, okay. Uh, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm not going to bow down. I'm not going to stop competing. Mm-hmm. But I know for me to get where I want to go, that guy's going to be there. No matter what I yeah. do, that guy's going to be there. And I'm going to have to be at my best to get where I want to go because he's always going to be around. Patrick Mahomes is always around six straight conference championship games. In his career, he's always been in the conference championship game, Mike. And all the what time, can man. This do, guy. What can anybody do with Patrick Mahomes? 
Uh, nothing. Pray that he retires soon. Pray that Brittany Mahomes does something crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Have some issues at home. I don't know. Uh, man, you're right, man. And Patrick Mahomes is he is the 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 the, the reigning let's say uh, 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 active goat right now. We're gonna say the active goat because obviously his career is not over yet, and we know Tom Brady is still the goat, the greatest of all time. But when it comes to active quarterbacks, there's nobody like Patrick Mahomes. Like you said, six straight trips to the AFC title game. First five at home. Oh, can he do it away from Arrowhead? Oh, his first playoff game away from Arrowhead. Can he do it in, a, in an environment in the stadium with a team that was expected to go to the Super Bowl once again this year? He couldn't get it done. We'll talk about them in just a second. But Patrick Mahomes is always going to be there when it matters. You can put it in permanent marker. He is going to get his team to the title game. That's just been what it's been all the time. And guess what? He's been able to do it this year without a great receiving core. You know, got the Tyreek Hills of the world catching bombs from or whatnot. Uh, Travis Kelsey had a good season once again or whatnot, as always his outlet or whatnot. But uh, Patrick Mahomes didn't have the greatest season because he didn't have uh, the help from his receivers doing the thing. But he had a good defense this year. And that is one thing you can talk about with Tom Brady and all those great teams that the Patriots had That's and right. all the great dynasties or whatever. Tom Brady, as great as he is and all the credit he gets, you can look back at the history of the New England Patriots, especially early on, and it was the defense that was actually carrying that right. team to the Super Bowl. And well, I think if the Kansas City Chiefs win it this year, I got to believe Patrick Mahomes is going to do enough on offense to get the job done, but it's going to be the defense that's going to carry this team to a championship if they can complete the task. Yeah, and I, and I was it's a great point about Brady and the Patriots because when quarterbacks like that, you got to you got to blow them out. Okay, mm -hmm. you you got to blow them out because if you keep it within reason, within range, they'll figure it out. They'll find a way. And and yesterday, I didn't think Buffalo was going to blow them out. You know, Buffalo comes down, you know, gets a field goal, then gets a touchdown. Okay, it's t and Kansas City gets a couple of field goals. So it's 10-6. Mm -hmm. And they're just kind of, they're just kind of floating around. They're just hanging around, and uh, you know, going back and forth. I'm like, this is not good. Okay, this is not mm -mm. good. They're going to find a way. And I just think there's something, there's something about performing in the second quarter, in the third quarter, but then in the fourth quarter, that's when it's that's when the pressure is really on you, because you know, mm -hmm. if, if 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 I don't keep my if, if you're Josh Allen, we'll talk about him in a second, Buffalo. If I don't keep my team on the field, if I don't pick up this first down, if I get a ball back to him, we might be in trouble. And it's not just Josh Allen thinking that. Sean McDermott, the same thing. We have to do something. We have to do something special to to stay in this or just to keep the ball away from him. It, it just mm -hmm. a quarterback like this messes with your mind, and so does this team. This You're team absolutely right when it comes. So here's the thing, when so even when they drove down the field, and we'll talk about Josh Allen as we talked about just a second, right? When they didn't score a touchdown, when the Buffalo Bills lined up for that uh, game-tying field goal I, I, with Tyler yeah. Bass missed wide right, we'll talk about that in a second. I know Bills fans oh. hate wide right like a passion right now. Holy Scott Norwood. <laughs> but even then, I was like, okay, well, the Bills are still going to lose this game because you've given Patrick Mahomes too much time. I know. When it comes down to it, get Patrick Mahomes in a tie ball game under two minutes left, he's going to get him in field goal range. They're going to win the game eventually. So even if Tyler Bass would have made that field goal, it would have still, I believe, ended in disappointment for the Buffalo Bills, mainly because of Patrick Mahomes, but also because we've seen it from the Buffalo Bills all season long where they needed a stop uh, against the Giants early this season, against the Jets with special teams. Down the stretch, late in these ball games, the Bills have not been able to hold water when they needed to. So I would have almost put money, and I ain't got that much money right now, uh, Mike, because of you know all the past you. divorces and everything like that, I do. I don't. I don't, I don't believe my that. Kids, and my kids, you know, graduating college and all that, took all the money and they ain't paying me back yet. You know what I'm saying? So, but I would have given whatever I had uh, to to put on Patrick Mahomes against that Buffalo Bills defense to at least get them in field goal range to kick the go ahead field goal to get them back in the AFC title game. Well, it shouldn't have even come down to wide right. Yeah, we we go. <laughs> I gotta go there. I gotta go there with Buffalo. Yeah, it shouldn't have come down to, to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it shouldn't have come down to it because the dumbest rule, the dumbest rule in the NFL cost the 
Kansas City Chiefs a possession. So, so Mike, mm -hmm. I, I mean, come on. Miko Hardman trying to get a touchdown mm -hmm. is working hard. Great play by Buffalo. You force a fumble. You force a fumble mm -hmm. at the goal line. Uh, Buffalo, and if Buffalo recovers a fumble, hey, more power to you. It's your ball. We're right. going the other way. Yeah, you right. deserve it. You forced a fumble. You recovered it. Good for you. To force a fumble, and the ball trickles out, trickles out, uh, 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 trickles out of bounds, out of the end zone, and you just award possession to Buffalo. What the hell are you doing? Why are we awarding possession? What did you do? Why, why were they rewarded? And it's not, and I understand why the, the rule, Mike, I understand why the rule was put into place. Rules put into place right. just so people wouldn't take advantage. Hey, you're stuck. I'm going to fumble the ball forward. I'm going to hope one of my teammates gets it, recover it, get an advantage, five or six yards. Let's go case by case. If you want to keep the stupid rule, can we go case by case and see, is this an example of a player trying to get an advantage? Is he trailing? Is he desperate to do something and he's playing games with the football? If so, we'll give possession to the other team. If not, spot the ball at the two-yard line. Let's do this thing again. I can't believe that. But that Kansas City that really is a dumb rule. that game handily. That, that, that is a dumb rule. I'm glad you brought it up. And nobody's ever talked about that. I'm always like, now, yeah, you drive. You're going to go 99 yards, 99 and three-quarters of a yard, and somebody can knock the ball out of your hand a quarter inch from the goal line, and the ball trickles into the end zone and out of bounds, and oh, by the way, it's a touchback and the team is rewarded the football. That is a stupid, dumb rule. Like you said, if you want to do something, move them back, maybe back to the 10 yard line, maybe even back to the 20 yard line. But don't let the uh, team that lost possession of the football lose possession of the football because they fumbled trying to get into the end zone. That makes no sense whatsoever. So I'm with you on that, man. I'm definitely with you on that. So they, they, uh, they come away from that. They, I thought the game was over there. And it should have been because Buffalo going for the the fake the fake punt uh, was regrettable. Now I, it's funny uh, on the broadcast. I love I love how uh, broadcasters you can tell if you've been around for a while the broadcasters like the first yeah. broadcasters really like analysts in their first second like years one through three. <clears throat> they generally just go ahead and tell it like it is. They go ahead and tell yeah. it like it is and then yeah. After they've been around for a little bit and they've been wined and dined and you know they got sources in the league, whether it's in general manager, yeah. whether it's a general manager, owner, coach, players, they start to be a little more diplomatic. So I think Tony Romo's <laughs> word was aggressive. Nah, man. <laughs> that was more aggressive. No. <laughs> that, that, that was, was dumb. <laughs> that was crazy. Well, that was yeah. crazy. Like you, it, it's a three-point game. It's yeah. a three-point game. What are, what are we doing? And your defense right. had played both defenses. It was a weird game because it looked like it was going to be in the 40s. Mm -hmm. It was going to be like 44 to 41. Kansas City couldn't stop Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo couldn't that. stop Kansas City. It was just back yeah. and forth. They came out at halftime. Kansas City did. They go up. It's 20 to 17. Now it's back, you know, 24 to 20. They're going back and forth. And then the game settled down. It became mm -hmm. a, a game where the de the defenses, both defenses, made some incredible plays, some incredible stops. I just don't know what you're thinking if you're Sean McDermott, why you would do that at that point in the game. And there, were pl there was plenty of time. It's not like well, if I punt the this, ball this. here, we won't see it again. I, I just don't know what they were thinking, Mike. Yeah, you know, it would have been nice if DeMar Hamlin, everybody knows what DeMar Hamlin went through last year and his story would not, would have been able to pick up that first down, keeping Buffalo's uh, season alive, maybe even going for the, the touchdown and to extend a lead or make a lead, uh, uh, turn the lead around or whatnot. But at the same time, my brother, fourth and five at that point in the football game for you to do that, maybe, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe they saw something on special teams that they felt like they could oh. exploit. Maybe okay. they saw something. Maybe they saw something on film or whatever and say, you know what? Let's try it here. We see something right here to the left side. Let's make that happen. Obviously, that wasn't the case. If he would have made it, 
It would have been great. And we would have been liking that Sean McDermott. Oh, he's just like we look at, you know, all the other coaches out there that that's really aggressive or whatnot. Oh, Sean McDermott takes these chances. This is what you need to do in these playoff games because you don't want to get a ball back to Patrick Mahomes. Well, you don't want to get a ball back to Patrick Mahomes and your side of the football field, man. So uh, uh, these are the types of plays that you look back on and you say, okay, that cost him the game. You can look at Diggs dropping a, a bomb from uh, Josh Allen that should have he should have caught. I mean, uh, so I wonder how their relationship is going to be this offseason this year. <laughs> is Josh Allen going to be mad at Diggs now? Of course, we talk about the Tyler Bass missed once again wide right. That would be refreshing. But, you know, the but, but the Buffalo Bills, man. If Josh overall, Allen, if Josh Allen was mad at Diggs, that'd be refreshing. Yeah, that that that, that would be something. I, I and I want to talk about. I want to talk about Josh Allen in a second, man. But I want to talk about the Bills overall because here we are, and we talk about. Bills Mafia. And I got a lot of fans, a lot of friends who are Bills fans and they're Bills Mafia and they die hard. They do the ones, they're the ones that go to the tailgates, they jump off tables and they're black. You know what I mean? So with the fire. They're that invested in the Bills Mafia that they do that, right? So I'm like, you know, we don't do a lot yeah. of that type of stuff, but that's cool if you do it, right? Uh, but yeah. every year they get their fans so fired up and they feel like it's going to be their year. And we think, man, maybe it's going to be the Bills' year to finally not only get to the Super Bowl, but win it all. And it's such a disappointment every single year. I think the dumbest thing for the Bills now is uh, outside of not having a stadium with a, a roof on it. <laughs> they got a new stadium that doesn't have a roof and you got people that need to shovel the snow. I think it's like just coming back and thinking you can do the same thing every single year. If we're going to give, if we're going to give a lot of heck, and I want to say another word, if we're going to give a lot of crap to Dak Prescott for the things that he okay. cannot do, right? And Dak Prescott had a good season this year. But at the end of the year, no matter what happens to the Dallas Cowboys, it's always going to be on Dak Prescott. We've had analysts come out right now. I think uh, Ryan Clark said Dak Prescott could go 17-0 in the regular season. If he can't get it done in the postseason, we don't want to hear about it. Now, Josh Allen has had a little success, don't get me wrong, in the postseason. He's won some games, got into the AFC title game, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the year, Josh Allen is there to perform and get his team mm. to the Super Bowl. That has not happened. So if you give the same type of crap to Dak Prescott for making these poor decisions of bad throws or whatnot, Josh Allen, even though he had a good game yesterday, you still got to give the same type of love or the same type of hate to Josh Allen that you give to a guy like Dak Prescott because more is expected of him. Not just being a really good regular season quarterback, not just going yeah. to the Pro Bowl, not just being a really good somebody that gives you hope. And, of course, yeah, they wouldn't have had a, a winning record without him. He's a franchise quarterback. But as yeah. a franchise quarterback, you have got to get your teams to the Super Bowl. So there is more expectations now on Josh Allen uh, if you're going to put the same type of expectations on a guy like Dak Prescott. How do you feel about that? See, I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's okay. something. First of all, I feel like Josh Allen is better than Dak, Pres Dak Prescott. He, but that's what I'm saying. So if he's if he's better than yeah, so he he should there should be more expectations on him than Dak Prescott. Yes, yes, more expectations. However, back to the crown. Okay, back mm -hmm. to the crown. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, Prince Charles had to wait for his mama to pass many years before he became King Charles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, hey, mama right, ain't right. going. Hey, mama's not going. Like oh. Mama's at 80th birthday, so she's still there. 90th birthday, oh, she's still there. When am I going to be king? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You have to wait your turn. Because I mentioned getting out of the way. This guy keeps running into Patrick Mahomes. Like, uh -huh. I can't blame him for 13 seconds. 13 seconds. He's excited. He had Gabe Davis looking like Jerry Rice. In a playoff game in 2021, yeah, Gabe Davis getting it done. So they scored with 13 seconds left. They got a lead, and I think I think he was mic'd up that day. I think the mics caught him saying, "Hey, that's a great job, Gabe, getting us to the getting us to the conference championship. That's a good mm -hmm. job." Because he had 13 seconds left, and they blew that. I mean, the dude yesterday did not throw an interception. He nope. fumbled. 
but mm-hmm. they didn't lose it. It almost that was almost a game there. He missed a couple of passes, but I, I'm, I'm telling you, I I look at him. I think the biggest problem with Josh Allen is Patrick Mahomes. That, and, that, and, and a lot of that's a, a lot of players have had to deal with. It. Like we think about in the '80s and the '90s, in the '90s especially with Michael Jordan being there. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan. Patrick Ewing couldn't get past. Charles Barkley couldn't oh, yeah. get a ring. Carl Malone, those guys couldn't get a ring because of one guy, Michael Jordan. We understand that. We get that. But oh, eventually. You're making sense. You're making sense. But ev- Keep going. But eventually, Isaiah, Isaiah had to get past Larry Bird. Isaiah got past Larry Bird. So when, you, when, you, when you're great, when you're supposed to step up. And, and, and think about this, though. Since I brought up those guys, I brought up Patrick I brought up Carl Malone. I brought up Charles Barkley. What's missing from their resume, right? Great players, but they didn't ring. So they don't get the same respect as the Michael Jordans of the world, right? So when you're a guy like Josh Allen, you got all this talent and you got a really good team. And I know Buffalo had a lot of injuries. Don't get me wrong. So we can make it. Kansas City got injuries too. But, you know, but, but it's a war of attrition. We get that at the time of year. But when you're Josh Allen and you're so great, and, and everybody knows you got the talent. There is so much more that is expected of you, even against another great quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy that can't win because of another quarterback. Now, I know you don't play against, they don't play defense against each other. I get that. Right. But you don't want to be known as the guy that, like, when you talk about the Buffalo Bills and the, the playoff non-success they've had against Kansas City over the last three times they played them in the playoffs, whatnot, 0-3, that's the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are the ones that get the records. You don't see the wide receivers get a record. You don't see yeah. wide receivers see us three and two in playoff games. The quarterbacks hey, right. get the records in playoff games. So right now, when you look at playoff games against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, led by Josh Allen, did not score enough points against the Kansas City Chiefs defense of, of years past. I'm not talking about this year's defense, which is great, number two defense in the National Football League, in years past to get the job done to take his team to the Super Bowl. And that, my friend, if we're going to do it with one quarterback or other quarterbacks, we have to do it with all of them. And Josh Allen, it's on you, bro. Yeah, but you know, I, I'll say, Mike, I, and I love, I love your NBA analogy of Isaiah getting by Larry Bird. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and, and generally, that's what happened uh, in the NBA, okay? Isaiah had the Celtics there. Celtics were holding it down in the East. And and then, you know, Isaiah, the Pistons had to get by Bird, who is a great mm-hmm. player. Now, Bird, I, I put him in my top 10, top 15, Larry Bird. Okay. But what if you have to get by the number one player? <laughs> See, that's different. You got to get by, because yeah. you just mentioned it. Patrick didn't have to get by Larry Bird. Patrick had to get by Jordan. Barkley had Peyton to get by got past Tom Jordan. Brady, but Peyton had to get past Tom Brady, and Peyton is and bad. Did, and Peyton and, and had look to at the numbers. I, mean, I know the numbers. Start, I mean, look, okay, the but numbers you, you got to do it. Yep. Yeah, at some point you got to do it. That's that's fair. Yep. But I'm saying, like, when it, when we get down to the counting, when the when the accounting department says, okay, how many did you have? How many did you have? Just know that Patrick Mahomes is going to have more than the other guys. He's going to have more, and Josh Allen. He might get his one or two. He ain't going to have five like Patrick. Patrick might get six. Mm. Seriously. So you look at you look at Brady in the AFC. Brady had six. Roethlisberger had two in the in the era of Brady. Peyton Mm. Manning had two in the AFC in the era of Brady. Okay, that's four combined. And he still has six. I I just think I just feel like that's what's going to happen, but I, I I would like to see Josh Allen get one because right now he's being blocked by number 15 in Kansas City. He's being blocked by him, and <laughs> at some point, he's got to figure out. He's got to figure out something. I got to add. I don't know what wrinkle I got. Maybe I got to throw left-handed. All, all I'm saying gotta, is, once again, you're right. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes is that block in the AFC for all these teams out there. Maybe if Josh Allen was in the NFC, it'd be a lot easier for him to get past somebody because Kansas City has dominated the last five or six years with uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes being there. But once again, it doesn't matter who you face, man. If you're still the quarterback of that team, and I'm going to ride with this, Mike, I'm just going to ride with it. 
If you're the quarterback of that team, I don't care how good of a season you had, people expect you to get that team to a Super Bowl, get past your nemesis. You've got to get past them. It has to happen. Like I said, Peyton, get for the past. longest time, Peyton, Peyton got the same uh, 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 disrespect, to be honest with you. Peyton was yeah, all did. pro every year. He was a better quarterback yep. in a sense. Yep. Tom Brady, MVPs, but couldn't get past Tom Brady. And guess what Peyton was getting? He, oh, he can't win a big game. He can't do it. So if you can't win the big game, you can win all you, you want to, but you got to win that big game. And the big game right now for the Buffalo Bills is trying to get past the Kansas City Chiefs, and they have not been able to do that. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. And the big game right now, we keep talking about the conference championship game. The Chiefs mm-hmm. are in their sixth consecutive conference championship. Their first one played on the road. They are going to Baltimore. Why are they going to Baltimore? Because the Ravens and Lamar Jackson beat the Houston Texans. They beat them down uh, like they mm-hmm. do everybody at the bank. Shout out MNT Bank Stadium doing a good job. Yeah. But here are the Ravens post game. Check this out. Yeah, Coach Jack. I know you got a question. I know, Holden. I know you got a question. A question? In my mind. Who has it better than us? No! I can't give you all the stats, man. 252. Four TDs, 100 rushing, 100 quarterback rank, never been done before. Family on three, one, two, three. Wow. All right. That's Look, great. Lamar Jackson, you know the talk. How many times do we hear about 2019 for Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, the Ravens? 2019, they got the best record in the league. Uh, in, in the AFC, their number one seed. 2019, Lamar Jackson MVP. They mm-hmm. go to the playoffs, they lose. And the mm-hmm. question is, and it wasn't that long ago, by the way, we were asking mm-hmm. these questions about Lamar Jackson. Can he stay healthy? That was the thing. When mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, I just got to point this out to the rest of you owners, you know it alls. You uh, you very intelligent owners and general managers when Lamar Jackson in his prime was available for anybody to just come in and have a conversation. Can you just come in and have yep. a conversation? We may Nobody or may not interested. sign you, but I, I you're available. You're unhappy mm-hmm. with your contract. I've got money because I'm an NFL owner and all I got to mm-hmm. do is wake up and be still and, and money yep. lines my pockets because I'm an NFL mm-hmm. owner. Why wouldn't I talk to you? quarterback who's already got an MVP who's already in his prime. Why wouldn't I talk mm-hmm. to you because I'm probably an NFL owner who doesn't have a quarterback because a lot of teams don't anyway. They, do. they chose not to talk to him Mike and the question was can he stay healthy? Can he win the big game? On Saturday he was fantastic against mm-hmm. the Texans throwing running controlling the game and as you look at this Baltimore hosting Kansas City you heard what we we both said the same thing essentially about Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna put our we gonna say it with our chest now? We're gonna put into it. We're gonna lean into it. You think Kansas City has an advantage over Baltimore, <laughs> or do you look at what this man and his team, you know, what mm. they've done all season, and you say Baltimore is a favorite? 
I, I got to say Baltimore is a favorite at home, man. Look, Kansas City, I think we're looking at the past for Kansas City. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is still there. Travis Kelsey is still there. We talked about the defense. We talked about how great Kansas City, but it's more of a mystique for Kansas City. This is not the great Kansas City scenes that we've seen in year past, years past. They are not as complete as we've seen. This Baltimore Ravens scene, it's the real deal, baby. This is the real deal, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson, got. I think he got that, that monkey off his back, so to speak. I know he had only one playoff win. Once again, winning the playoffs, pressure's on you no matter what you do. MVPs and all that stuff don't matter. You got to win in the playoffs. He did that against the Texans, the upstart team. We'll talk about them in the second great season with C.J. Stroud and all those guys over there, the Miko Ryans. But at the same time, man, now that he's gotten that done and he's gotten his team in the AFC Championship game, he feels it. And you know what? What? what I, I didn't see that before. The locker room. Just how low-key he is, man. Like, it doesn't bother him. Even after the games, it just seemed like, man, look, this is what we do. This is what we're supposed to do. And I'm so happy that you brought up the point, man, about how he was treated in the offseason. Not just by the other teams that are out there. Not the other 31 teams. I'm talking about his own team. His own team <laughs> seem like they, they want to ball. So we talk about all the other 31 teams out there. The other teams need a quarterback. His team needed a quarterback, and they didn't want to give him an extension, which made him with that, that, that free agent in the offseason and whatnot. So, yeah, they got it done. But with this defense, bro, I mean, it's just incredible. I don't Roquan Smith leading the way. Uh, I can't ever pronounce the defense. Like, uh, he, they're having phenomenal seasons and whatnot. Uh, and 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 with with Lamar Jackson doing what he's doing, if he can continue to do that, once again stay healthy or whatnot, running get. I don't see how Kansas City beats him, man. I really don't, and I think it's not even going to be close. I know Patrick Mahomes will keep Ooh, him around for a wait minute, wait a minute, but I think what do you yep, mean? I don't think it's what do you mean? I think it's going to be a double. I, I think it's going to be a double digit win for the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC Championship game at home against the Kansas City Chiefs and the great Patrick Mahomes. I said it right here. Now I'm not going to run down the street. And if, if they lose with, 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 with a diaper on and flip-flops and holding okay. a, a, a gummy bears, I'm not doing that this time. But right. I'm just saying, I really feel that confident that Lamar Jackson, the type of season he's had and the, and the mindset that he has, I think he came into the season knowing that, hey, man, even though I won an MVP before, there's still something I need to prove to these people. I need to prove that it wasn't a fluke in 2019. And I need to prove in the sense that, hey, man, that money that you gave me in the offseason – I'm worth it, and I'm going to win a Super Bowl title for this city, man. And once again, I'm happy for Baltimore, happy for Lamar Jackson, and uh, once again, uh, Harbaugh, that will be great if he can complete the um, uh, another uh, Super Bowl win along with his brother Jim, who won the national championship game with Michigan. We'll see what happens, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What about you? You, you tempered it. You tempered it. I, and I'm glad you had the humility to do that because you got away with one. You got away with one uh, okay. in the fall when you said – Michigan was going to beat Ohio State, and if Michigan didn't beat Ohio State, you would go outside. You would go outside in your draws, what, and they, some they sandals, and flip flops. <laughs> and, and, and so that didn't have to happen. You didn't have to do that. Uh, but you can't, you can't put that out there again in this situation because okay, you won that one in the fall. It's a new year. I okay. feel like if you put that kind of bet out, you might have to pay up. <laughs> Oh, but you know, like, I was confident about Michigan against Ohio State. I, I, I bought, right. and just in case, I showed y'all off air. I bought some Superman draws, right? I had some Superman draws, <laughs> and I was gonna wear some Superman draws, run down the street in front of my house. It was gonna be at midnight. Now it's gonna be late at night when nobody was outside, okay. and some flip flops. And the whole, I think I said there. I was gonna, yeah, somebody, somebody so you know, like ring, ring cameras would have been going off. <laughs> They were sitting in the middle of the night. So why is he running down the street with some flip-flops and Superman draw, draw and holding a chia pet in his hands and talking about Ohio, the Ohio State. Oh, anyway, no. So I, I don't feel that confident uh, with the Ravens, but I will say I do believe they'll win by double digits. I put so I put a little wager on the line. I don't know what it could be, but I put a little bit of okay. wager on the line. Uh, you, you, you think yeah. of a wager by the end of the show, and um, yeah, okay. I, I'll agree to it. I'll agree to it. I'll think of one. And if I don't get it by the end of the show, I'll get it before that game. You best believe I'll get it before that game. Okay. And, and, you know, Mike, this is tough. This is tough because I I think we're both in the, I'm just guessing, we're probably in the same category where you like Lamar. Mm -hmm. You like Lamar. You're rooting for Lamar. Everybody, like, Lamar is so likable. He's so authentic. He's just, 
I love everything about the guy. I love the way he plays. I love the way he gives interviews. I just love the way he handles his business. He's unpredictable in every sense. He's unpredictable in the way he does media sometimes. Like I, I thought it was hilarious when he was uh, was going around. Uh, he, he he renamed Mike Florio, called him Mike Flores. Uh, called him Mike Flores <laughs> after yeah, yeah. after Florio said that the 49ers were going to beat him down and credit to Florio mm. for coming out and saying, hey, hey, Lamar's right. I'll give him credit. But yeah. he's unpredictable on the field. He's just a different guy and everybody roots for him. So you have that he's story. Mm -hmm. And then you have Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. I like Patrick Mahomes. I root for Patrick Mahomes too. So it's really... For, as far as likability, as far as, you know, quarterbacks doing their thing, you enjoy watching them. It's not just quarterbacking, it's art form. It's high art. You know, they just, that's the way, and they, and they have completely different styles. But either way, you look at it, if you don't know what quarterbacking is, I give you exhibit A, exhibit B. If you do either of those things, I guarantee you your team will be successful. And you look at the winning percentage of Lamar Jackson and the winning percentage of Patrick Mahomes, I, I make my point. But Man. it looks like on paper, on paper, it looks like Baltimore should win. Mm -hmm. like Baltimore, Baltimore is so tested. Baltimore has embarrassed some of the, not just beaten, has embarrassed some yes. of the best teams in football. What Baltimore did to San Francisco, oh, that was, oh, yo, you, you oh, y'all think y'all physical? We, we, we got it. Yeah. We got that too. Oh yeah, we mm -hmm. physical. I'm such a. Mm -hmm. we, they made Brock Purdy. They made Brock Purdy look bad. Detroit. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about Detroit coming up. Official mm -hmm. team, a brother mm -hmm. from another. They made Detroit look bad. Yeah. At the bank, made them look mm -hmm. bad. They take on playoff teams and they shut them. They just lock them up, shut them down. C.J. Stroud had an incredible season, as you pointed out. Yeah. Texans look very good against the Browns, who are in the Ravens division. And Ravens division, the Browns and Ravens split this year. And one of the best defenses in the NFL. Sliced up the Browns. Yeah. And then he, he had nothing. He had nothing for the Ravens. So on paper, Mike, it better be a blowout. It better be a blowout. Because I feel like it's the Texans. The Texans had nothing. They couldn't even get into the red zone, bro. They couldn't. Like, their only touchdown came on special teams against the Ravens, man. I mean, it's like, look, as great as Houston looked against the Cleveland Browns, they made them look mediocre. And like you said, the Baltimore Ravens have made the best teams in the league. They didn't have an easy schedule. I mean, the AFC North wasn't easy this year. So uh, for them to go through and do what they did in the AFC North with those playoff teams there, I mean, all of them had winning records this year. And for them to win that division, have the number one overall seed, and to blow out teams like the San Francisco 49ers. And guess what people were talking about before that San Francisco 49ers game? People were saying, oh, well, can the Ravens do it? Uh, do they have something to prove? Everybody gave the Niners more of a chance to beat the Ravens, and the Ravens went in feeling like, oh, y'all don't believe in us? Watch this. So I really feel like there's going to be all this talk coming in. Okay, well, it was great that Lamar won a playoff, but that was against a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach in Houston. Yeah. They got that out the way. There's going to be the doubters. There's going to be the haters out there, not haters, but I guess the the, the naysayers that's going to say things and 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 watch the Baltimore Ravens going to go link. Let a naysayer know what's going to happen when they when they go to the AFC Championship game because when they go in feeling like they got something to prove, Mike. This team is focused, man. I mean, I, I'm really, really, really impressed with what I've seen out of the Baltimore Ravens on defense and offense. And one thing about the Ravens defense, in years past, in 2000, they had one of the greatest defenses of all time, right? Won a Super yeah, Bowl. that's right. Uh, didn't, have, yeah. didn't have much of an offense. And what was it, 2013, 14, when they won it again, uh, they won the Super Bowl again. 2012. 2012, 2013 Super Bowl. Um they uh they also had a really good defense that year. They they had Hall of Fame players on their defense. Ray Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, uh Terrell, Terrell Suggs is gonna be a Hall of Famer one day uh, on that defense. Uh in 20, 2000, obviously had uh, one of the greatest defenses of all time. This defense right here just plays great team defense. Outside of Roquan Smith, can you name one guy that's on that defense that you might say, oh, he might be a future Hall of Famer? Now, eventually it might come Hall around. Of Famer. 
Hall of Famer? There is not. I'm talking about like there's uh, Roquan Smith is the only All Pro on that team. You know what I mean? So like, I'm just saying like it's like the best. Yeah, one of the best of all. So what they play, they're playing really good team defense, man. Harbaugh has been there. He's done that. He's got him locked in. Like you said, this guy's always got him in the, in the in the playoffs. He's one of the greatest coaches out there. I just feel like because of he's going to have them in the right mindset, they're going to be in the right mindset, knowing that they haven't proved anything yet, even though they got that win at home and, and Lamar Jackson finally got his second playoff win of the season. There are going to be people out there, even though the Ravens are going to be favorites going into this, there are going to be people out there, a lot of the – what do you call those pundits on on yeah. ESPN and Fox Sports like and us. my network and everything, and like us that are saying, "Hey, well, Patrick Mahomes yeah. so great. They've been here before. Oh, Andy Reid knows how to put up a game plan." Blah blah blah. The Ravens going to hear all that, and I really feel like they're going to come out focused and with something to prove to get into the Super Bowl. Well, they do have something to prove, and Lamar Jackson has something to prove. If you if you think about this, when we go to Vegas for the Super Bowl, and they mm-hmm. announce the NFL awards. I expect Lamar Jackson to hear his name called when they say MVP. So that's two MVPs Absolutely. before you're 30 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two MVPs, uh, a winning percentage that's off the charts, uh, has has done all of these things. I expect probably, uh, despite what I said about Kansas City, I expect Baltimore to be there slightly, not mm-hmm. by a blowout, slightly. Okay, okay. Uh, I think their team, their overall team is better. So if you get all all that and you win a Super Bowl, now everything changes. First of all, mm-hmm. you were able to crack the Kansas City code. One, you crack the code. Not many people have done that. Mm-hmm. And then two, now the conversation changed. When we talk about best quarterbacks in the league, it's people do it by default. They like they're doing their they're barely awake. They just wake up and go, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, oh. Josh yeah. Allen. Oh, okay. It's Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. It's good. No, no, no. Hold on. If all those things happen and Lamar, oh. I'm not getting ahead of myself, but if Lamar wins the Super Bowl uh-huh. and does it by getting past Patrick Mahomes in the conference oh. championship game and they win the Super Bowl, I'm sorry. <laughs> now you got Mahomes. It's Mahomes will probably still be one, but you better put, you better elevate Lamar Jackson. You got to elevate him over guys who haven't won it, don't you? He's got yeah, more absolutely. MVPs. He got more MVPs than he got a Super Bowl. Those guys, Joe Burrow and, and uh, Josh Allen, don't have a Super Bowl title. Can I can I say something real quick on that, man? Lamar Jackson. When you put it that way, Lamar Jackson, I feel, is the most disrespected superstar hmm. quarterback that the NFL wow. has ever witnessed. I don't think people Ooh. can truly appreciate how great of a quarterback Lamar Jackson is because he's not your conventional quarterback. When you got people out there saying, I want my quarterback to be quarterbacky, whatever the hell that means and all that type of stuff. When you're yeah, doing that, true. they don't appreciate how great this man is because the, the we've seen the quarterback position evolve over the years. And Lamar Jackson has become the prototype for what a quarterback in the future will be the C.J. Strouds of the world, and Lamar Jackson, obviously, we saw Michael Vick doing it back in the day or whatnot. Lamar Jackson has taken that to another level. Two Super Bowl, the fact that he won the uh, 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 MVP in 2019 should have put him in the conversation already. When people throw out elite quarterbacks, I only feel like they're like four, maybe five elite quarterbacks, if that, because I think the word elite has a special significance to it. You can be great, and doesn't mean you're elite. You can be good, doesn't mean you're great. But when you're elite, elite means you're the greatest of the great. And I think there's three, four, maybe five elite quarterbacks in the world. Obviously, you start off with Patrick Mahomes out there. Uh, Joe Burrow is one of those quarterbacks right there. And if you don't have Lamar Jackson at three, four, or fifth, then you're doing the service. You don't know a damn at thing worst, about the NFL. Right. If he is not one of your top, I say, yeah, at worst, top four quarterbacks in the NFL right now, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You just don't like, I'm not going to say it. You just, you just, you, you just, you don't like the game. You, you don't like the game. Oh, okay. You just don't like his game. Or, I'll just put it that way. Or yeah. That yeah. might be another it, it could be, Hey, listen, it, it could be a, yeah. that's another episode. Um, 
Yeah, That's I ain't gonna say it. I'm we gotta do, do an episode on that. Yeah, I mean, but Patrick Mahomes I, is there, so that so say they, they maybe they're like, well, maybe, um, you know. <laughs> see, I know, I know you're a podcaster extraordinaire, so we we, we may have to do another podcast just on that, just on that mm-hmm. topic alone. We could have a great it's still some disrespect. But speaking of speaking of disrespect, I want to I want to uh, talk about both of these teams. They're going to be playing in the conference championship game. San Francisco hosting the official team of brother from another. Sorry, Dan Campbell. We were on the bandwagon a long time wow. ago. You can't kick us off. We were already on. We got our ticket. It's been on the air. We said it last year. Well, y'all didn't make the playoffs. We said it last year. Official mm. team, a brother from another, the Detroit Lions. So the Lions and the city of Detroit, we know, have long been disrespected. And it's an interesting contrast because San Francisco no matter what they do, get too much respect. And so they're already favorites. They're already seven-point favorites uh, in this game. They play like crap uh, against Mm -hmm. the uh, Packers. They've won the game. They made the plays they needed to make, but goodness, uh, Green Bay, come on Mm -hmm. now. Come on, you got to take advantage of the opportunities that you have. Mm -hmm. You could be in the conference championship game taking on the Detroit Lions in Detroit instead your home your home for the winter but San Francisco gets a lot of respect they get more respect in Baltimore people still call them the best team in football even though Baltimore went out there and kicked their ass and they still call San Francisco the best team in football their favorites Brock Purdy did not look good in this game so uh, it's it's over respect and disrespect uh, going head to head. And I got to tell you, I think I like Detroit. I, not mm. just I like Detroit. I do like Detroit. I love Detroit. I love the, I love the city of Detroit. Stay off Detroit. Leave Detroit alone. Detroit has yes. given you so much joy. America, how dare you make fun of Detroit <laughs> on and on. The cars you drive, the clothes mm-hmm. you wear, the music American you made. listen to. Yes, I mean, the music, the music yes. alone. Don't mm-hmm. you dare listen to Stevie Wonder and then say something bad about Detroit. Don't listen to Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye without saying mm-hmm. something. And you and you have something bad to say about Detroit. Aretha Franklin and and preaching too. And her daddy could preach to you. She could sing and her daddy <laughs> could preach to you. Wow. How dare you talk about Detroit? I love Detroit. Anyway, uh, but I like the matchup for the Detroit Lions knowing that their defense, particularly their secondary, can be a little sketchy, a little shaky. Mm-hmm. But they play with a lot of confidence. I think their offense is terrific. I think they got a really smart scheme, and they got a good pass rush. And so Brock Purdy, maybe you got that out of your system, that bad game against Green Bay, and you got a win to talk about. You came away with the win, and you can kind of say, hey, that's all that matters. But if you play like that, Against Detroit, mm. <clears throat> San Francisco will not be in the Super Bowl. It will be a Detroit, Baltimore, blue collar Super Bowl in Las Ooh. Vegas. Man, how blue that would be super blue collar. Can you imagine the amount of uh, now later gators and fur coats <laughs> coming down the Las Vegas strips if, if the Lions make it to the Super Bowl, baby? Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> I can't Bro, man, what's on my lines, baby? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, man, I'm telling you, bro, I, I'm 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 here for it. I I just want to see the look. I no disrespect to San Francisco and what they've been able to accomplish. I, I think they won three straight NFC title games now, uh, so they know how to get to the title game. They've been uh, a lot of success over the years. Brock Purdy's been a good story, although he hasn't looked good. But I am all in on Detroit right now, man. This is a team that obviously if you know a Detroit fan, you see how long they have suffered. They have never witnessed anything like this if they're under the age of 63. (laughs) The last time they won two games in the playoffs was 1957. You know what I mean? Come on, bro. And they have stuck with their team. One thing I like about Lions fans is through thick and thin. Even through yeah. the, the the bags on their heads or whatever, they were at the stadium. They were at the game. 
I know Detroit, and they, you cannot talk negative about Detroit, man. Detroit versus everybody. One thing about a Detroit person, especially one from the real part of Detroit, you say something negative yeah. about Detroit, no matter what they've gone through, they're going to jump on your ass, man. So I love yeah. that. Oh, so for their fans, for their fans to finally get this type of success in the playoffs and to see this and be one game away from a Super Bowl, it's great. I never thought I'd see it in a lifetime, but I also thought I'd never see a reality show guy as a president and a black guy as a president. And I've seen that happen in the last 15 years. So it's like, look, man, Detroit getting into the Super Bowl, that'll be outstanding, man. And one thing about this, the story is not complete because uh, Jared Goff, I want to take my hat off to him, man. Jared Goff is a great story of people who didn't give up on themselves when others mm. gave up on him. Yeah. He was thrown away by the Rams, traded for Matthew Stafford. Everybody knew what Matthew Stafford did with the Rams, went to the Super Bowl or whatnot. Jared Goff was thought, okay, let's send him to exile. You go to Detroit, that's where your, your career is obviously going to die. No, he turned that situation around. And for Jared Goff, who took the Rams to the Super Bowl, mind you, and then get yeah. thrown away as the number one overall pick, traded for Matthew Stafford to go to Detroit, where they hadn't won a playoff game in years since 1991, and say, okay, you can live out your career here and see what you can do to rekindle your career here in the doldrums. For him to take that situation, that opportunity, and to mold it, and to turn it around, and not just become a serviceable quarterback, but become a really, really, really good quarterback, a Pro Bowl quarterback that is now one win away from taking the Detroit Lions to their first ever Super Bowl, man. This is a great story, and I applaud him, man, because I think we've all been there before. We've had a personal relationship, whether it's been a, with a man or a woman or whatnot, that kind of threw you away, gave up on you too early or a job especially in an organization that felt they no longer needed you because you didn't serve their purpose or whatever, and you took that opportunity and you turned it around and you made the best of it, man. So, Jared Goff, I applaud you, bro, and I'm rooting for you all the way. Oh, you're preaching good, Mike Hill. You're preaching good <laughs> today. You really are. I mean, that is that that is the story, and I like the way you said it. They, they gave up on him too early, and that's fine. That was the Rams' prerogative and – Sean McVay, you know, you know, Jared Goff was not the kind of guy, not the kind of quarterback he wanted. I guess he just felt like, hey, I need somebody I don't need to talk through all these things with. I need somebody mm -hmm. who can go out there and do it. He doesn't make all the throws that I want him to make, or he doesn't read it the way I see it, or I feel like he should read it. But that's fine for McVay. But I think anybody needs to hear, whether it's a quarterback or a broadcaster or a lawyer, don't give somebody that much power where they get to have the final say over what you're going to be. Okay, that's mm -hmm. their perspective. But I still right. have some, I, I got esteem. I got vision mm -hmm. for myself. They're not casting visions for my life. I do that. What they've done is receive me at a certain time in their career. So I'm just the employee there for them. They think they're going to shape and mold and Maybe if I if I succeed, they'll say they made me. And if I don't succeed, they'll say I have no value. Don't give anybody that kind of power. And Jared Goff did not allow the Rams and Sean McVay to have the final say. I'm with you. I, I give them all the credit in the world. And I love what Dan Campbell said last week when he gave him the game ball. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're effing good enough for Detroit, Jared Goff. Yes. You're good enough yes. for Detroit. And he is. As a matter of fact, I love Lions post game sound. Let's go to the Lions. What are they? There okay. you go. You're good enough for F in Detroit, Jared Goff. Let me get that quote it. right. You're gonna, you're gonna throw the F bombs in there. You gotta it's put them in the Campbell. right place. I put it I, I put it in too early. But let's see what the uh let's see what the Lions had to say after their win over the Buccaneers on Sunday. You guys you guys are unbelievable, man. I'm telling you, we talked about it all, all year. This started a long time ago. You're built for this. You were built for this, man. And look what you guys did. You went out there and the way, it's another hype team that we knocked off. It's the next hype team that you knock off. Do you know how hard it is to win this league in the playoffs? Do you understand what you're doing right now? What we're capable of? That's two. All right, that's two. We got two to go. With a bye in the middle. With a bye in the middle. 
Mm. Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. I love it. Wait a minute. Now, I threw it out there. I threw it out there, mm-hmm. Mike. That I like Detroit to go on the road and beat the Niners. Now, full disclosure, mm. I am a Niners hater. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I got my biases. Uh, I don't. I do not root for the Niners. So like I said, Patrick Mahomes easy to root for. Lamar Jackson easy to root for, <laughs> and Brock Purdy is easy to root for. But I don't believe the Niners are easy to root for. So I don't like them. Mm-hmm. But okay. that being that aside, I do. I like the matchup a lot. That's that old plus seven fifty. Yes. Woo! Mm. My bets. I'm out of my slump too. I'm out of my buy bet slump. Seven fifty. Let me make some money up in here. What you putting on it? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, but I like Detroit. How- Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. How are you? Detroit, you know what? I, Good I, game. What do you like? Uh, you don't like it. It depends on like Debo. It. it depends on Debo. If Debo yeah. can't go, I'm going with Detroit. I, in my heart... I'm with Detroit all the way. I want to see him get to the Super Bowl in my heart, like you said. Uh, but if Debo's able to go, man, San Francisco's got so many weapons and they got a good defense on the other side of football too. And they're playing at home. Uh, they've been in that moment. Once again, we talk about the experience factor coming into play or whatnot. Detroit has played in the two playoff games at home or whatnot. See, I don't know what they're going to do on the road in that environment. I think uh, Dan Campbell's made for it. Obviously, he he played uh, uh, you know tight end uh, for good teams back in the day with the Cowboys and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, how's his team going to react to being on the road? So if Debo can't go, I'm giving Detroit more than a fighter's chance against them once again. But if, it, if Debo goes, man, they just got too much Ayuk, you know, Christian McCaffrey, obviously Brock Purdy, and that's another thing, man. Brock Purdy hasn't looked good two of the last three games. Two of the last three games. Two of the last two games that's mattered for him against Baltimore. And in this last game, I don't care about your your, your glove that you had on your hand, wet conditions, whatnot. I don't care about all that type of stuff. Ever since everybody tried to make this man the MVP of the league, he has not looked good. Now, I know it's a great story. I know all that, you know, the last pick in the draft and all that type of stuff like that. But sometimes, once again, I don't feel like we should throw people away too soon, but I also think we or, shouldn't crown people too them. soon. Uh, yeah, anoint yeah. them too soon. Man, I need to see consistency. Let's just show some consistency when it comes to that, man. Give me three seasons. Give me three straight seasons of really good football, and then I'll crown you, right? Did you have an MVP type of year? Well, you were the fourth best player on your team, on your offense, bro. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I'm giving Christian McCaffrey some votes long before I'm giving Brock Purdy votes, right? All right? Uh, you, you got Debo Samuels on your team. You got Brandon Ayuk. You got a Pro Bowl uh, left tackle. You got a, a, a great defense. You got a good team or whatnot. So I think San Francisco is built for it. They're at home. They've had that experience before, so I'm giving them a slight face. So I don't have the 750. Like I said, I don't have that kind of money because, you know, child support payments and, and alimony. Uh, so I ain't got it. You stay you stay with your wife, so that's why you got that nice house behind you right now. I'm still, if you look, I'm in a closet right now. This is just a backdrop. <laughs> and this is fake, by the way. It's uh, so fake. It's fake. It's all fake. I ain't, I'm all fake, man. This, this, is, this says Sholex, not Rolex. This is show legs. Hey. This is for show only. Uh, so I don't have hey, that money, but I if go ahead. You, you can't get some alimony. I mean, you can't, can't help a brother out. 
Say, 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 one of your ex-wives, your ex-wives are doing well. Nobody can be like, hey, you know what? You know what, Mike? I appreciate everything you've done. I, I appreciate everything you yeah. try to do. Here, here's a little yeah. something. Here's a little. No, they don't believe in me. That's why. That's why we got a divorce. They don't believe in me. <laughs> so, like, I can say, hey, I got this great bet. I got this surefire seven fifty odds, man. Put it on Detroit. They've had a good season. They're underdogs. Everybody's rooting for them or whatever. Let me let me hold about a thousand. No, no. Mm-mm. First of all, I want to trust you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, we don't believe hey, in you. <laughs> they don't. They don't believe in you, but they believe that the, the payments are coming. They believe when, they, when when they're looking for that payment, right? Well, that was that was in the end. Uh, they're over now. Thank God. They're they're over. Okay. Right? All right. <laughs> Wait, ain't nothing ain't nothing like getting that letter in the mail uh, from the state saying that you know like you uh, you've been indemnified from your kid. You're basically saying that you don't owe. <laughs> Like, all, I, I know this is taking a totally different twist. I love it. <laughs> like you, no, listen, yeah. no, this is this is what we. You've been emancipated. This is, this is That's what they say. <laughs> like this, this, when you get that letter exactly in the mail saying did. you've been emancipated from your child support payments, that is a great day as a dad. Now you still take care of your hey. children. Don't get me wrong. My daughter just hit me up talking about I got to send her three hundred dollars for this hospital bill. But you know I still do that. But when you mandatory, got to pay it. Yeah, bro. It's yeah. It's but I did. Yeah, exactly. You oh, start. My. They it's, it it's, like, uh, it's, it's like the it's like the salary cap. At some point, be like, wow, we up against the cap. Yeah, I got to <laughs> make a decision. Yeah, I got responsibilities here, here, and you can't defer it. You can't defer it I like know, some of the NFL teams. You just you sometimes just you wish you, like. I, don't get me wrong. This is just a joke. I wish uh, you know, it could be like the salary cap when you get like the year. 15 of your kid and them payments and stuff like that. Like, I'm going to have to cut you for salary cap purposes. I'm going to have to trade you to another team, put you on waivers. Like, we can, I, on. I can't take another cap hit. That's right. And listen, you got all the talent in the world, but we're yeah. in a rebuilding situation. Yeah, thank you we for your service. I don't see, especially if you're a boy, I don't see the NBA, the NFL in your future. I don't know how this investment is going to pay off. You know, like, you we have used you up. It's time. You don't even take the garbage out like you used to. You just sit around the house and sleep all day. Nope. <laughs> you too, huh? Sit around. Yeah, man. Sit around the house, <clears throat> sleep, and then, and then eat up everything. Eat up everything and never go never go to the grocery store or even offer to go to the grocery store. And play, and play on TikTok. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, here's the final thing. This is where mm. I'm going to leave you with this. This has okay. been great. I love hanging out with you, Mike. You know that. Um, My guy. I'm going to leave you with this. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Sometimes you just got to be careful. The universe will get you back. The universe will clap back at you. Now, I already told you, and you know how much <clears throat> I love the Ohio State University and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Grew up in Ohio, love it. I'm glad I grew up there and just... Always follow uh-huh. the Buckeyes. That's my team. Mm-hmm. So I live in Boston now, and Mike Hill, let me tell you, I spent most of the season railing against Bill O'Brien, the Patriots offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah. I called him the worst offensive coordinator in football. <laughs> oh, how could you bring this guy in? What's he doing? Yeah. Hey, what's Bill O'Brien at his best? He's just a guy. <laughs> what's he doing? What's he doing? And don't you know, I got a phone, I got a tip. I got a tip that it was coming. And shame mm-hmm. on the guy who tipped <laughs> me off. Because he told me 
He called. He said, "Look, Ryan Day, Ohio State coach, called me. That's what he said. He called me earlier today, and he asked about Bill O'Brien." I said, "What'd you say?" He said, oh, "I said good things about Bill O'Brien." I said, "You did? You did? You said good <laughs> things about Bill O'Brien and Ryan Day?" He said, "Yeah, I think Ryan's go higher. You think Ryan's go higher? Bill O'Brien to be the OC of the Ohio State University? We got a losing streak. We got a three-game losing streak to Michigan, and he's supposed yeah. to break it." So shame <laughs> on me. This is mm. the universe slapping me in the face. Bill O'Brien, mm. the new offensive coordinator of Ohio State, and now the person I ripped, I spent the entire fall ripping, I now have to root for him. The only thing worse would be Kyle Shanahan becoming the head Ooh. coach of Ohio State. I mean, Ooh. one of my rivals. That, that, hey, Bill O'Brien now, if Ron Day loses to Michigan again next year, Bill O'Brien could be your head coach. <laughs> it's time to go. Oh, look at the time. Look Bill O'Brien could be look your, at, You know what? There, there's some good news, though, because uh, I'm an Alabama fan. News. Shout out Nick Saban. He retired, and they lost all their players in the transfer portal. You are getting the number one quarterback. Uh, in the country in 2024. He just transferred from Alabama to Ohio yep. State. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we rated Alabama. Yeah, y'all, y'all got us. They, they got us. Did they get the defensive back too? Did you get the did you Yeah, Downs. SEC yeah, got freshman Downs of the too? year. We got it. Wow, Caleb Downs. We got, a, we, got a great wow. we got one of y'all linemen too. We got one of y'all offensive wow. linemen, so we What's he gonna do we, with it? Unfortunately, we we also got your former OC. Bill O'Brien. Good to see you, Mike. Good luck. Good to see you, man. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.